0: Welcome to Vital Life Connection with Oren Rudolph, discovering in Christ to love the life we live and learning how to live a life of love. Welcome back to Vital Life Connection, and I'm Oren, and we are talking to Chad. This has been a fascinating interview with Chad, and how prepared can you possibly be when going into chemo? I mean, I'm sure you've seen the movies, you've heard everything bad that chemo is, but really, honestly, how possibly prepared could you be to, to receive those, once you're getting chemo, because really, unless you've been through it, I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, you could tell me about it, and I still probably couldn't imagine uh, what
1: it was like. But that, that was a thing. I went in expecting one thing, and it was something different. Mm. I went in expecting to feel nauseous, to, to throw up, to be in pain. I was expecting some level of agony. So I was expecting an aggressiveness that I could fight back against. And that's not what it is. Um, it's exhaustion. It feels like the life is just being drained out of you because chemotherapy for all the positives that it provides, it is a poison. You have to realize that. You are poisoning your body. It's just targeting specific places. But as it goes in, you just feel this fatigue hit you. You feel this weakness overcome you. And all that strength you go in there, all that readiness to fight, it's gone. You can't. You you walk in there in the morning and you feel like, okay, I can handle this. And whenever you leave, I would leave with my arms around Brittany with her carrying me out. And then she would help me sit down in the car. And then when we get home, she would open the door and help move me to the couch. And that's, that's tough to fight because at that point you don't even have, you don't even have like this strength to keep fighting. You just have faith, you have willpower and you have the strength that others are giving you. And without that, you, you don't go forward. It's, it's that simple. You have to rely on others to carry you. Wow. wow. And that's where people,
0: yeah, as you said, that's where people's strength is so needed in that regard.
1: So the first set of chemo went on for how long? So we would do treatments um, three days a week for about four hours a day. And we did that for four months. Four months. And then comes the first, so once the four months are over, they're going to retest you. Is that correct? That's the plan. The, The plan was, you know, as Doctor Casper told me, this was something we can beat. This is something we can do, and and this is going to work. And there's, you know, that's what we were expecting. And that's the expectation again.
0: And so you get tested, the results come back. What are the results? It didn't work. <laughs> uh, any at all, or
1: was there any kind of improvement, or just we we had improvement. It, it we had improvement. Uh, there were certain areas in my body that had worked on. And that was promising, but there were other areas, particularly um, the left side of my body where it hadn't worked and there was still activity showing. And this isn't something that you can, you can knock out 90% of this is a, this is an all or nothing, because if you don't get it all, then it's going, it's going to come back.
0: Now, and, by the way, did they, and I don't know if I missed this, but you had mentioned earlier that they were planning to do a surgery on you as well. Had that taken
1: place, or did they decide not to do the surgery? Or They, they opted into the surgery. Um, they did what's called a laminectomy on my spine, and they actually went through, and on four spinal vertebrae, they removed the back piece of it, went in, and removed the lesion off of my spinal cord, and then closed me back up. Out replacing the piece of spine that they removed. So (laughs) (laughs) it's it's part of the procedure. Once, once it's cut, it doesn't go back. Wow. So what they said, you know, the the scar tissue will hold it together. Um, Maybe there's a lesson to be learned in that, (laughs) but that was it, you know? So I I had the the surgery I was dealing with um, the chemo. I was, I was dealing with, I went down to 142 pounds. And I'm about five ten, so you know I I looked completely... And you were two hundred and
0: ninety pounds, weren't you? <laughs> I
1: I was about I was about a buck eighty five. So, wow! Wow! So about forty lost. forty pounds lost over the course of
0: that's not the weight loss. I mean, that sounds great, but that's not the weight loss regime that I'd like to go on. <laughs> no, that's that's
1: a little bit uh, a little
0: bit to the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So. You get your results back, you get these that they pretty much say didn't work yeah, uh, were there options? had they given you options did had they prepared you for the fact that it might not work and if it didn't work, this is our next plan of action, or was this all of a kind of a, a quick rushing around trying to figure out what to do next or what happened
1: well i like I will say, you know the um the doctor that I had was very good, and he had prepared me that. You know, this, this will work, but in the event that it doesn't, <laughs> we do have a plan B. Uh, plan B is much more intense, oh, wow. and there are many more side effects that I have to be on, on the lookout for, which is why they tested my lungs and my heart to begin with, because the side effects of the chemotherapy is that it can damage my lungs and it can damage the valves of my heart, and the signs of that may not even show up for another five to 10 years. So, yeah. you know, we haven't crossed that threshold yet. That's something that down the road I'll, I'll still have to be on the lookout for. Yes, you don't you don't get away from this scot free. There there are prices to pay, especially if you wait. If I had gotten to this sooner, if I had been three months earlier getting to the doctor, things probably would have been different. Wow. So, so what is the second line? What is the second line of attack? So the second line of attack is much more intense on the chemicals that they use, and this one had a higher risk of of rejection that your body could rege- uh, react negatively to the treatment and unfortunately that's exactly what happened to me i went in for my treatment and my body did not respond well to it at all um actually the i went in and they you know connected everything to me and the nurse says okay we'll keep an eye on you they start the treatment And I'm sitting there diligently working, you know, trying just to keep my mind positive. I've got Brittany at my side. Um, She was there for every treatment I went through. And after a while, I feel a little bit of tightness in my chest. And I look at her. and I said, "Hmm, I need to set my chair up. So I I sat my chair up and I coughed a little bit and I felt more tightness in my chest. And she looks at me. She goes, are you okay?" And I'm like, no. And I took my laptop and I, I set it aside. And then I just felt like this wave come over me, and I looked at her. I said, get it, go get the nurse. I, something's going wrong. And at that point, she, she told me when she looked at me that I, my body just went from, from red to purple, just mm. from head to toe. And she ran as she grabbed the nurses. They rushed over to me, and they pumped steroids directly into my heart to what? revive me um, because at this point, my heart had almost completely stopped. And and I was, I was, you know, seconds away from just laying out on the floor. Um, They were able to revive me and they gave me antihistamines to make sure that I didn't have any more allergic reactions. They tried the treatment again, had the same result. (laughs) And I had to, at that point, go to uh, an allergen specialist to see what it was I was allergic to because this was it. This was the, this was the final option treatment and we had to find a way to make it work. So we canceled the the next round of treatment while I went to the allergist. Um, They ran a few tests. They were able to isolate the chemical that was inside of the chemotherapy that was causing the reaction. Thankfully, the the chemical I was allergic to was a stabilizer. It was something they could remove from it and then continue my treatment going forward. Wow. But that was was definitely scary. Whenever you're told (laughs) you have a, a plan B and all of a sudden the plan B is going to kill you. (laughs) <laughs> you don't really have a, another plan to fall back on.
0: <laughs> no. Wow. And how long
1: was the plan B treatment schedule? Plan B treatment went on for another two months. It was, it was near daily whenever I was going in and it, it lasted for a solid two months. The treatment was much more intense. It took a lot more out of me than I thought it was going to. And then whenever it was finally over, I didn't believe it was going to be over. You know, they said, you're, you're done. We need to wait two weeks before you come in for your final scan. And all I could think about was the last time I'd gone in and it hadn't all gone away. That's, that's kind of what was replaying in my head over and over of Mm. there is no plan C. So Mm. what do we do from here? And I don't know, maybe, maybe a little of the depression crept in, or maybe it was just the realism of trying to make sure that I had in my head plans lined up for every every possible outcome. Wow.
0: Now, just before, and, and we're coming to the end of today's podcast, but one last thing, and I wonder, I'd love you to give a shout out because I know speaking to you, one of the things that you had shared with me is the company that you were working for at this time was, and you, I believe you still are, was fantastic with you during this. So I want to maybe give you an opportunity to give a shout out to them and to this because they still allowed you, if I'm not mistaken, to work. They didn't say, you know what, you're going to cost us more money
1: than good. So bye bye, see you later, alligator. Uh, they they offered me as much time off as I needed. They allowed me to work remotely. My commitment was never was never in in question. They said take all the time that you need. But no, the company I work for, it's uh, one main financial. They were very, I don't know. They they were very accepting of what had happened.
0: Well, it's it's. Great to hear, uh, Chad, about that, um, you know, because not, let, a lot of work would not
1: do that, what they did for you, a lot of workplaces. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, the business that we run, it's very people-focused, and, you know, that's not just for our customers, that's for, that's for the managers and team members and everybody else involved. So I definitely feel very privileged to have that kind of, that kind of career, and unfortunately, I know not everyone has the, uh, the same luxury which again, just kind of reiterates the point, you know, if, if I taken care of this sooner, I would have been out of it a lot, a lot faster. So right. anybody that's in a, a predicament where you feel like, no, if, if I miss any work whatsoever for health related reasons, that that could be it, then what are you really gambling? You know?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much. Once
0: again, uh, Chad, for your time that you spent with us today on Vital Life Connection. We will conclude this uh, interview with Chad, and we're going to look at uh, not only he is up to the point where he's getting his final results on the chemo and on his plan B, there is no plan C. And pretty much, plan C is get your things in order and make sure everything's in order. And that was plan C. Obviously, as you said, the depression could quickly set in, and despondency and fear. Fear is a big thing. I'm sure, you know, we haven't really spoken about that throughout this time, but that fear can really grip and paralyze people when they are in situations like this. So we're going to look at that and look at the lessons that, and I'm sure he's already, Chad has already mentioned, you've already mentioned a few lessons, but just some of the lessons and the way forward and what, how this has changed you and for the worse or better. (laughs) And uh, we'll find out about that. So thank you very much, Chad. Appreciate it. Thank you, Oren. Thank you for listening to Vital Life Connection with Oren Rudolph. For more information on other available teaching, please visit our website at orenrudolph.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash orenrudolph.